This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hi. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hi. We are a weekly film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each week, one of us picks a movie. And this is the final week of our Creature Feature Month. It is Guido's pick. That's right. That's right. The best one. Well, (laughs) but before we get to your pick, Guido... What were you going to say something about? Oh, no, no, no. It was just, you know, it's been real fun doing this uh, theme month. And and it's also great now, like, as we've been doing it, we're getting more. We're getting more theme month suggestions. Yeah. Yeah, this has been really fun. I get excited. This theme month suggestion, or the creature feature, was from Brett Parker at Dissect That Film. Thanks again, Brett. Um, But he kind of messaged me on, like, Instagram about it. But we actually got a theme month suggestion on our website from another listener, um, her name's That Girl Danny. Her theme month suggestion was a babysitting type theme. Ooh. She says, I'm thinking of okay. movies like Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, The Pacifier, Uncle Buck, When a Stranger Calls, either the 1970s or 2006 version. The 2006 version is garbage, so we wouldn't do that. The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Both My Legs Are Broken. <laughs> um, the Babysitter, I'm thinking Adventures in Babysitting. I'm thinking you could even do Halloween, the ultimate babysitting movie. <laughs> Mr. Nanny. I'm sure Guido will pick Mr. Nanny, especially since he already shot his wad with twin sitters. Okay, first of all, you're not allowed to make fun of him for picking a movie with Hulk Hogan in it when you're going to do a Hulk Hogan movie. What one are you? What, what? Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. Oh, Guess how good it is. It's amazing. So that should tell you everything you need to know. So we're definitely going to do that theme month. It might not be till a little bit later this year. We're going to talk about this at the end of the episode, but we're going to take a couple weeks off in June. Some of us are preparing for a little vacation. Oh, yeah. Across yes. the pond. Across the pond. Across we're going to go pond. see our allies. Yeah. Right, Tammy? Oh, don't say that. You're going to go so get. Embarrassing. You're going to go get. No, you're embarrassing. Yeah. But we're going to go to England. So exciting. We're going to check something off of our bucket list, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Yes. Yeah, so if you guys have any um, tips and tricks, if you've been there, what to do, where to, how to park, we, we are where on not to the drive. property. Uh, we're staying at an Airbnb on the Goodwood property. That's so cool. So I'm trying to figure out if we can walk uh, or if we can hitchhike or something. I don't know. What Stay off the do. moors. I we mean, have a car. So. It is, you know, and if also it's on the property. Why uh, wouldn't you be well, able to the, walk? It's it's farmland. Like it's fa- it's vast acreage oh, okay. out there. So yeah, but I'm you can not still sure. walk. We all saw the gentleman. Everybody's walking across fields yeah. and shit there. Yeah. So I don't know. I uh, I don't know. So it'll be our first time over there. Guido's going to learn how to drive uh, on the left side of the road. Nice. He yeah. already knows how to drive a manual car, so this wow. should be an interesting. Feat. I have been watching YouTube videos about oh, no. roundabouts and uh, compound roundabouts. Yes, I told him that the signage. The, I would very much different. like to not fuck this up. So are the are the pedals still the same over there? Yeah, with the, I think so. Yes. Yep. So like the the gas is still on the far right. Yep. And then the brake, and then the clutch. Yep. The turning signal if it's not, is still on fucked. the left, though. So you have to clutch and turn at the same time. What? I don't know how to drive stick, so. 
if you're on the left side of the car, you'll have to use your left hand. Oh, that's the shift. And then the shift. And then you, the turning signal the is also shift, still yeah. on the left. Oh, well, but he's going to be on the right side of the car. Yeah. Well, but he'll be using his left hand. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Hopefully Correct. my turn signal will be on before my turn, honey. Yeah. It'll be all right. Well, I told Tammy that... Um, in London, okay. and I don't know if in all the cities in England, but in London, when you're walking, because obviously London is, I I believe, the number one tourist destination in the world. It has a lot of tourists, obviously. Um, when you're walking, there's basically marks on the on the streets for the tourists, basically telling them which way to look before they cross the street, because everyone's so used to looking that way and then crossing. And it basically says, look this way before you cross. Well, yeah. Because we're on the other side. You ever see a map of this place? Not a single straight road. It's absurd. (laughs) Such a horse-drawn carriage has made this. I wonder if it's one of the most complex cities to drive in. I know Washington, D.C. is in like the top five. It's so confusing. It was purposely designed that Mm -hmm. way, though. Yeah, it was. That's not a flaw. That's funny a feature. Enough, funny enough, like the opposite of that, Winston Churchill got hit by a car when he was visiting America because he was so used to looking. It's crazy. It'd be really Brit- hard to miss him, too, because he's well, no, substantial. No, he, he wasn't looking, and the car just... Had the car fare. Do you think that Winston Churchill may have had diabetes? 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 Like he Mr. Brimley? <laughs> you know what movie Mr. Brimley is in, right? What? Cocoon? Is it a, is it a creature feature? No, no. The uh, Yeah, the it thing. is Cocoon. Cocoon a is a creature feature. feature. Oh, I Guido's, love that one, too. Guido, tell us. You see the porn version? Cocunt? Ew. <laughs> is it old people? Is it geriatric people? Those yeah. are my specialty. Is this a real thing? Yeah, absolutely okay. is. Or is this like her flashlight thing? <laughs> He, uh, he read it up. online. I read oh. it online. Somebody wrote it, okay. <laughs> and I read it. All right. Well, it, it was know, Colonel Chi. What? What did you say on the one episode? Here, a quad pro quote: "We strive for accurate. We do strive for accuracy. <laughs> this motherfucker throwing shade, dude. Yes. Well, what's your creature okay. feature pick, Guido? I have chosen the uh, you know the the thing, the thing, the by, thing by the John thing. Carpenter, and it came out in '82. Twelve men have just discovered something. For 100,000 years, it was buried in the snow and ice. Now it has found a place to live. Inside. Where no one can see it. Or hear it. Or feel it. And it was actually a remake of a movie called The Thing from Another World starring James... Arness. Arness, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Not, than us. not James Gandolfini. Not James Gandolfini. No. And actually, you'll be interested to know. So the music was done by Ennio Manicone. Ennio Morricone. Ennio Manicone. Yes. I, so I don't, you know. He's passed. And Since David passed. Foster. But <laughs> oddly Foster. enough, it was also nominated for the worst musical score at the Razzies that year. Fuck really? those guys. Ah. I mean, ah. I kind of can see where it's coming from because... Have having listened to Morricone's other scores, like with the <laughs> yes, I know. I'm, I'm twirling my mustache while I'm saying this. Having listened to his stuff before, like from like the, his spaghetti westerns, and if you had told me that he did it and not John Carpenter, I was surprised because it sounded like any other sort of like John Carpenter just. Yeah, because John Carpenter does do a lot of his own uh, musical scores and, and stuff like that. Tammy, have you seen this movie before? Um, no. Great. 
You had it? No. You've never seen this When before? we watched it last night, that was the first time you saw it? Mm-hmm. You, The first time you've seen this movie is when you were halfway in the can shouting across me to your best friend last night. That was the first time you've seen this movie? Correct. Great. Wow. I mean, this would have been a movie that... Allie was talking about it that night. Like, this is a movie that your parents show you. My yes. parents didn't show me this movie. My father... It was more about, like, demons. Like, the omen, the exorcist... Yeah, but now you don't have to watch those. Like uh, Halloween and and Friday the 13th. It wasn't creature type features. Okay. My dad showed this movie to me. I think I was 16. We watched it on VHS. And um, it was horrifying and changed uh, my life forever. Excellent. Love it. She loves her some um, apocalyptic type movies too. I do. I do. And Kurt. Of course. It helps. It's the cherry topping. In his yeah. young prime. Ooh, he's 29 in this movie. Looking all good. Mm, mm, mm. Budding young actor. And Keith David, who was only 25 in this movie. Uh, I think um, I think the first time I saw this, I saw it in, uh, it was in college when I was doing my film theory class and it was all about horror movies and this was, <laughs> yes, yes, again, still <laughs> trilling my mustache. So, and also, of course, since I married into the Stull family, uh, I feel like, oh, hey, it's been three days. We haven't watched The Thing, or we haven't mentioned The Thing. <laughs> it's Maybe true. we should watch The Thing. It's true. Okay, let's watch The Thing. You did You did live there for a few months. These are all true things. Intermittently. So, I mentioned this last night. You know how, like, the beginning of uh, The Twilight Zone, you got Dan Aykroyd sitting in the car and says, you want to see something really, really scary? scary? That is exactly how my dad was when, it came, when he showed me The, the Thing. I love it. Your and it sticks with you. I'll never. It's, it's, it's disgusting. I love it. It's really gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, I can imagine him saying that too. Like, hey, yep. hey, you want it? It's like, hey, you want to see a dead body? Like that's. <laughs> yep. like, I can imagine your dad being yeah. like, hey, hey, you want to see something? He's hey, like, I can I alter your course? Have fun. Here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna corrupt my child right now. Some people call it a course correction, but you know whatever. All right, so I mean that's fine for every for every dune and for every surf ninja and for every uh, oh, water for every water world he throws at you as long as he showed you the what's thing. that saying you say a broken clock's right twice a day broken clock is right <laughs> twice a day and those two those rights are the thing and dirty rotten scoundrels <laughs> thank you Tom <laughs> thanks Tommy so it starts out with this uh, poor lost alien spaceship that crash lands on Earth and then. We see a helicopter, uh, and it's chasing a dog with a gun. And I will now uh, refer to this dog as Stitch. Okay, Why? the cute little blue alien. God. Okay. You are humanizing this, this so creature. So Stitch is Stitch. So uh, the Norwegians really want to fucking murder Stitch. Shooting so at it from a helicopter. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the stage for you, and then we'll just talk about the creature. Everyone has seen this movie a lot, except for like one person. But we'll we'll, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> so. Thanks. The boys are playing games, and the boys are a very powerful 12-man research crew, okay? We got Kurt Russell as McReady. We got Wilford Diabetes Brimley as Dr. Blair. We mm-hmm. got T.K. Carter as Nalls. David Clennon as Palmer. Keith David as Childs. Richard Dysart. So, Charles uh, Hallahan is Vance Norris. Uh, Peter Maloney plays George Bennings. Uh, Richard... Major, Major is Clark. Okay. And Clark. then um, Donald Moffat is Gary. And Joel Polis is 
Fuchs? Fuchs. Fuchs, right? Yeah. And That's the guy on the roller skates. Lastly, to- bringing up the rear, Thomas G. Waits, his windows. Windows. Okay. Is that the guy on the skates? No, no. The guy on the skates, as you pointed out last night, of the two African-American characters in this movie, which in a horror movie stereotypically Rare. tend to die first, make it all the way to the end. Well, all, I mean... <laughs> They do, however, one silly like just throws his fucking life away. But we'll we'll get yes. there. Yes. Now he's so, the cook. the The guy on the roller skates is like the the chef. I can't. I don't know which one. I like him. So I like that. wasn't he, he in skates. Maximum Overdrive? He was in what the first season of Saved by the Bell, which was originally called Miss <laughs> Bliss's class. Yeah. And he was like he wasn't he, a teacher. He was like the. He was like the admit desk guy in the principal's office. He was the hip, cool guy that helped yeah. the kids out with stuff. He was They'd on the first like, season. You got problems? Come over here and give me some skin, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Good stuff. So they're they're at their research base, and McCready is playing a game of chess. He I got to you on that. It's yeah. computer chess. McCready? McCready. McCready? Mac Ready. It is spelled like Mac Ready, but it's well, that's how I, I'm reading it and hearing it are two different things. That's true. So, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Let's cut everything else out. No. Start over. Keep going. McCready, Kurt Russell loses at the game of chess, <laughs> and he just pours his J&B into, oh, I need a J&B. Oh, yeah, you guys were supposed to uh, I need a J&B. We can pause. You can go get it. Right yeah, right. let's do that. I want to pause and get my J&B. Thank <gasps> you. What can I say except you're welcome? This smells like liquor. My All right, God. so you now have your glass of, of J&B, just okay. like McCready. So, Is this uh, how you guys are like when you play chess? He, d- I, Listen, really, I really feel like he does pour his drink over... Um, he pours his drink over his phone or whatever, and calls her a fucking bitch. Whenever, whenever, <laughs> fucking bitch. When I, whenever I did the the four the four the the four move checkmate, he gets so mad. Listen, there's something uniquely personal about a chess game. Okay. I don't even know how to play chess. And so. you don't? No, no idea. Okay, and it's it's hard to not take certain things personally. Okay. You have a chess board. I got that as for a Matt. centerpiece. I got that for him. How is the J and B? So th- where does this rate on the liquor list? Is this above rail rail liquor? Like uh, I don't know. Well, they had it what in is it? Antarctica. Is it this doesn't taste bad. Is it scotch? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like a blended scotch whiskey. I think it's oh, not that's great. Right. But okay, so like I can t- like it tastes like scotch, but like uh, it's not full bodied blended smoke. It's scotch nice. whiskey. But do you feel more like Kurt right now? Mm. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the shotgun he has in this in this movie. Yeah, I have that. Okay, continue. Okay. He's ruined his computer. Okay, so he has poured his uh, J and B into his bitch ass computer because he's lost. And the helicopter uh, that is chasing Stitch starts to drop grenades. Um, and then, then the helicopter lands, and one of the Nord, one of the Nords drops a uh, another grenade close to the helicopter like an idiot, and <laughs> the helicopter explodes. So the only Nord left uh, pursues Stitch uh, with the rifle, and the you know Stitch go, you know seeks refuge with members of the research crew. The research center starts to empty of its uh, you know of the guy. The guys just start to show up, and they're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. Okay. So uh, Stitch runs up to George, and then George gets shot in the leg, and uh, the Nord continues uh, towards the dog, and then right when he's about to shoot, Gary, from inside the station, shoots the Nord right in the eye with a revolver. Which is crazy. I t- right before you guys came over to record tonight, I was watching Clear and Present Danger, and Gary plays the president in Clear and Present Danger. Here's the thing that I yes, just, he does. I, what a, I love that movie too. I've actually never seen that movie. It's a good movie. While I mean, while you know. 
this movie is great and everything. This is the one thing I didn't understand. You would think since they're one of like two research stations on the isle on the continent. Yeah. They, they would, would know each other? They would have some form of communication. Maybe, I don't know, maybe some of them know a few words of Nordic. Or also, you Nugan. know. Or also, you know, a lot of European a lot of Europeans know how to speak English. Oh yeah. He was clearly shouting like, That's not a dog. I know, but it's one of those Clearly? Things- Clearly. Clearly? He's like, they just While not he was a- holding like an explosive device. They yeah. just not a dog. It is a creature from outer space. I know, but They're it's... They're in Antarctica, though. It's also one of those scenarios, like, if a strange, heavily accented Norwegian man contacted you on the radio and was like, we have a dog, and it's not really a dog. It's it's a creature from another planet. You would probably be like, okay, <laughs> drinking too much of that Norwegian scotch. Like, you wouldn't. So... It's the, that kind of thing. The next scene, we see a guy who we can only call Nose Ring. <gasps> nose ring. The doctor. So, doctor. The doctor. Nose ring. Yeah. So nose ring is starting to patch up uh, like George's boo boo. And I want to tell our audience, like last night, Cut last night out. during Tammy's first viewing, everyone's just shouting nose ring. Nose ring. Okay. It's so, Allison's fault. When I was first shown this movie again, when I was 16, this is one of my father's favorite movies. He has seen it so many times. First time we're watching it, Kyle and I, my younger brother, first time we're watching it, both as soon as he walks on the screen, we both go, why does he have a nose ring? And my father goes, what? Oh, I never noticed that before. Just shouting nose ring over and over. So that's his yes. character's name now. So <laughs> Nose ring. So if you make this into a drinking game, every time you see nose ring. It's just, At the but very also least. it's a choice. He's a doctor in Antarctica. Not, a, it's not even, it's not a, it's not a stud. It is a ring. It's not placed very. It's, it's very close to the, the back of his nose too. Yeah. It's almost like he was stationed up there as a punishment. But it's also, it's a ring on a man who is probably in his late 50s. It's like, definitely an <laughs> earring on a nose. It is. It's, it's an earring on a nose. I'm just it's a choice. It's a choice. Or is it more like a toe ring on a nose? Like, does that actor actually have a nose a ring? Moment. Or were they like, hmm, you know what we should give the doctor in this movie? More character. A nose ring. A nose ring. Boom. So, nose ring is patching up George's boo-boo. It does look like a nasty um, cut, too. Well, yeah, it's a bullet wound. Oh, okay. From a rifle. So, uh, they decide, uh, as a group, to check out the Norwegian station, and they find a dude there that has slit his own wrists and his throat, and then before all the blood could exit his body, it's actually frozen to the ground. So cold. It was so gross. As it poured out. It's, it's such like, a good, it's gross. It's eerie cut, you know? Practical Carbon- effects. All practical <laughs> effects. Yep. So they look further into this place and they find like an ice sarcophagus where something was definitely buried in the ice. Mm-hmm. And then they walk outside and they find charred remains. So they take that back to base. Okay. And then the guys start to check out the body and it's definitely not human. Like it, it's like all twisted up and deformed, mucusy grossness. Like it's all wet. And it has a bunch of it's like, moist. it has like two hearts and like, it, like and yeah. it looks like. Yeah. Human, but also merged with something else. Yeah, Doctor Blair like starts to take some painting. of the organs out, and he's like, "These all look pretty human, but it, you know, there's yeah. more These than all one look of some." Pretty of them. human, but this well, looks what we like have it was... here is a normal central nervous system. Yep, and this <laughs> looks like a whole big old thing of Quaker oats. Oatmeal. Oh, oatmeal! And he just shoves his hands in the body. What cavity. was everyone's favorite flavor of oatmeal when they were never ate oatmeal as a kid? Oh. I what? That's gonna be cinnamon I brown do. sugar for sure. I, I did I did like the apples and cinnamon too. Did you ever eat the oatmeal with the little bread 
gummy bears in it? No. Disgusting. No, what the fuck are you... That was my childhood. No, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, they were they gross. Were good. No, gross. Yeah, no. it was good. It's like when like my mom used to put like gummy snacks in jello. Or like she'd put up mandarin oranges and jello and be like, then it's fruit, Alpha. <laughs> Copper having a nose, a ring in his nose. The actor Richard Dysart chose a nose ring. Sadly, in real life, it would have frozen to his face in the Arctic. Yes, it would have. How about that? <laughs> That's good to know. You're so, welcome. So uh, here is where the movie starts. Oh. Clark takes Clark. Stitch. To the uh, to the other dogs, and it's like a husky or a Malamute. And then how yeah, can I my, put this? My cousin, my cousin uh, Leland has these dogs, and every time that um, I watch this movie, I always send him a message like, I'm "Watching your fucking dog right now." <laughs> and then when they had a kid, and the dogs were all around the kid, and like, great, gave it human DNA. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to take over the world. So uh, Stitch isn't feeling so well. Uh, so he releases some tension by <laughs> peeling his face open in four petal-shaped pieces. This he pushes puppy. his skull out, revealing a 12-foot tentacle, sprouts demonic, wriggling red licorice rope, rapidly grows spider crab legs, and then hot frothy comes out of his throat hole all over the other dogs. This is the most disgusting description. Frothy see, come. See, like, did you make that up? Wow, like, I did not know Stephen King was here. That description was flawless. You're like last, you know, last week. Of course, I was laughing my ass off when that kid got impaled with copper pipe. But then anything, you know, like all that stuff that happened to those dogs, I was like, oh, of no. course, because all the other dogs are freaking out. The ones trying to like eat his way through the wire. Yep. They're all so barking. And Clark comes back because he hears it. Yep, he's it's super sad for dog lovers. Also, for those who have never seen this movie, Clark Richard Mazer yeah. was the uncle in My Girl, Dan Aykroyd's brother okay. in My Girl. He also was in the uh, made-for-TV version of It. He played um, Stan? I know Stan Stan Uris. He plays Stan Uris. And hopefully he will be the next person from Encino Man to win an Oscar. And he's in Encino Man. He plays Sean Astin's father in Encino Man. So, Which also is about them digging something out of the ice. That's true. That's true. <laughs> God, why oh couldn't God, he have done that? Do you think that's why they got him to play the dad? They're related. <gasps> okay. So at this point... It's a uh, shared universe. <laughs> as you can imagine, these uh, the dogs are dismayed and they attempt to escape. Dismayed. Uh, Clark calls the boys, and uh, Kurt shows up and shoots at the area with a twelve-gauge twelve-gauge sh- uh, shotgun. Yeah. And uh, the bulk of the wiggling mass extends two trunk-like arms through the roof, pulling itself through the hole, leaving a putrid host mass that is then set on fire by Child's flamethrower. So drippy and wet. Oh yeah. So everything's drippy and gross it's so and moist. moist. And Child comes in. Looking delish with his flamethrower. Keith David. Keith David is a snack. You know, like you know, like how (laughs) everybody get it. Like everybody's always saying how they want they want Morgan Freeman to narrate everything. I I would rather have Keith David. Like his voice is great. Like he's he's even done it. Like um, one of my because like I said before, I just watched Community for like the hundredth time or whatever. But uh, one of the episodes where it was like a pillow fort, it was Abed and Troy's pillow fort versus blanket fort, Civil War sort yes, of thing. Yes, I remember that episode. So they made, it was like a Ken Burns thing, and they got Keith David to be the narrator saying what was going on and everything. It was hilarious. Well, at this point, uh, Dr. Blair uh, looks over the remnants and remnants. deduces 
that they are indeed fucked. <laughs> Uh, nice. They look at the Norwegian footage and they find out uh, what they were looking at last. Uh, so they go there and they find they find a crashed spaceship mm-hmm. and they come back with some cool loot. And Doctor Blair confirms with a supercomputer that yes, they are all fucked. Yeah. So <laughs> so fucked. It's <laughs> a, what is a sim- is it a symbiote or is it a like, no? It's not a like symbiote. venom. It. it, it it's like a virus, but it overtake. It's not a symbiote because you're not. You no longer exist. Yeah, you don't share an existence with this creature, okay. like venom. Yeah, it's going to totally use your biomass. It's, it's a parasite, yeah. basically. Yeah, it's a parasite. But also, it says like how long it's going to take to take over. Twenty-seven thousand hours, which we looked right? up was about three years. Yeah, but so, if it gets to population but the video also of the norwegians all spaced out is actually from the original Mm -hmm. the thing from another world planet which is also what you see them watching in halloween in the the original halloween movie kyle richards is watching the original thing on tv when she's being babysat by jamie lee curtis Mm. and also all the flashlights all the flashlights that they were using were flashlights what i i looked it up the glow sticks yeah they they bought it (laughs) Sexual glow sticks. Uh, Twelve dudes in a research station in in Antarctica. In Antarctica, there's definitely flashlights involved. All they have is weed, and let's make a deal. They had flashlights and Angela and Palmarella. They probably had. They probably had some shikikos there too. Man, you wearing her out, bro. All the down is settled. Pretty worn. She's threadbare, bro. What are you She's just, just been sitting there. <laughs> Don't talk negatively about his wife, Boo. All Have right. you been putting her in the sun? Oh, Maybe shit. that's why she looks so so sad. I think it's because of this terrible light that you got, and then we have it on all the time. All the time you have it on? No, no not all the time. We don't here. have to put on the red light. Oh. Roxanne. Of course you go. I don't need this. Oh, We're shit. leaving. Our own right. house. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Chiquico are leaving. It's because you cover her up with that with that horrifying Nicholas Cage pillow. Yeah, it's grotesque. All right. So at this point, uh, some charred remains remain, uh, and they ooze out all over the floor, and they kill George. Okay, so they find uh, so George. Uh, Which yeah. one's George? Fuchs. No, there's George. the guy who got shot earlier. Yes, I believe so. Was George? Yeah, I think so. The redhead. Yes. The bald guy. Uh, the so, yeah. So Grasping some hair. Right. <laughs> trying to. And I think Windows goes out and flags him down. Kurt. Like, yeah. Hey, it's, he, that's when he goes, it's George. Do you remember when he says that? Uh, yeah. I, just, I okay. didn't remember. But yeah, because he walks in and he sees the creature like. Yeah. He's wrapped around him in red licorice. Like licorice, licorice wands. Yeah. yeah but kind of like. It was like autoerotic asphyxiation. It was around. weird. And he's like oh. kind of like. It's like wrapped up like Independence Day alien. Pink, you know, and he was making them talk. Like the slime data. from Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Like that. Yeah. So uh, they uh, they go back into the room. George isn't there, but uh, they hear him run outside. So they chase him outside and they find that he has deformed hands and a new ability to speak alien. So they set him on fire. Ah. Uh, bitch. He's just like. Nom, 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 nom. So he speaks Wookiee? Yep. <laughs> oh Oh shit! Cut all this out. We'll get sued. Ah, Don't fuck Disney, with the leave house us alone, dude. Well, they, you know. So at this point, they superchar all of the remains. Now they don't like any of it. And Doctor Blair knows that they're fucked, so he destroys the helicopter and all the radio equipment. Yeah, um, we're gonna. It's gonna. It wants to be us. 
He's trying to technically protect the rest of the world. He doesn't yeah. need it. They don't want it to get out of Antarctica. Yeah, he, he, he knows what's up, but he can't, you know, tell them that with his words. No. That would be, <laughs> you know, whatever. So they lock him in a closet outside, hey, uh, and they go in, and they discover... Uh, someone went and drank up all the extra blood they had, so now they have vampires. This movie is just it's fucking wild. So Left, much. right, so many twists. Well, they were originally going to do a test a to try test. and figure out who is oh, right. who is alien and who is not because they don't know. Mm-hmm. And so the doctor with the nose ring, nose ring doctor, Doctor Ring, he said, "I was thinking of doing a blood serum test." And I'll so they go. About a blood serum test. He does I talk like he talks like a name is Copper. I know, but he talks like a 1930s cover reporter. Like, see, we gotta. Yeah, go. he sounds like my impersonation of your dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> go down there and cover it, right? Like that. What the hell? Yeah. So they're gonna do the blood serum test, but when they go to the fridge where all of them have their blood samples, it's all been drained. So now blood, they, yep. blood. So now they don't have the any blood. blood to test. Right. And then, but they also don't know who did it, right? So they all suspect each other, um, and you know th- they know that if at any point you become an alien, your clothes become ripped, and at some point later, <laughs> the they, uh, they find Kurt's, uh, you know, ripped up pajamas, like his jacket, and, oh, right? And, yeah. and so they suspect him. Uh, so he is super pissed, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> the only thing I can do is get dynamite and a flare and hold everyone hostage because it's that's where I'm at. Because they barred the doors and I had to break in through a window. Fucking cold out there. So, Real cold. Exactly. And his beard is all, all white, but he still looks. So cold. you know. Is this where they tie? He ties them to the furniture. Nope. Nope. So they, we're getting there. We're getting there. So the remaining few, uh, they confront him in the closet. There's a scuffle. Vance, okay, falls unconscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they take oh, yeah, him the guy into from a Dante's room. Peak. And they yes. put him on the table. Uh, he, where well, they he's use not those unconscious, he's dead. Tammy, what are those electric shock irons for hearts? What are those things? A defibrillator. defibrillator. Right. Okay. So he's he's doing some defibrillatings. Okay. Yes. Nose ring hits him once. Nothing. He hits him a second time, and both of his arms, actually up to the elbow, are eaten by Vance's chest cavity, which now is full of sharp creature feature teeth. Yeah. Oh, that was a. That, that was a crazy moment. RSVP, Dr. So Nose this Ring. is the moment yep. when I saw this movie the first time. My mother was watching it with us and hadn't watched it in the movie in a while. And she was, so we're watching it. We get to this point. She's like, right before the cave-in, she goes, something's about to happen. And then about three seconds before the second shot goes, oh no, and then looks away <laughs> as Kyle and I are both like, oh, oh my as God. the caves in. And they used a double amputee for that scene. Yeah, so when he pulls away, his his arms remain, okay? It is just gruesome. So his arms are now an alien snack. It's a lot. (laughs) So now Vance's body then shoots out a bunch of alien spaghetti, and then a pillar of meat rises to the ceiling where Vance's... With uh, with his second head. Yep, deformed second head is fused... To a mutated spider crab. And Vance says, <laughs> you know, Vance is, he shouts, uh, please don't shoot me an alien. But Kurt doesn't speak alien, so he lights him up with the flamethrower. And well, he says, you gotta be fucking kidding well, me. Well, technically, that, that, yep. you know, technically he didn't shoot him. He just set him on fire. Mm. Also, you see this in uh, uh, The Faculty by Robert Rodriguez. Oh, very yeah. heavily influenced by the thing. Famke Janssen, friend of the pod, loses her head and uh, it sprouts legs. 
it's so in cool. the faculty. It's so cool. Like so, to get away from the fire, uh, Vance's real head pushes itself away from the body, decapitates itself, and then throws a whip tongue out of its mouth and pulls itself to safety. It's gross. It then sprouts crab legs and eyes on stalks and tries to skitter out the door Ugh. before... This is the best description I've ever heard yeah. of anything. And he goes, you got to be fucking kidding. A meat tower. Yeah. I'm imagining like shawarma where they like, yeah. <laughs> they shave it. Well, I mean, think, think how would you say it? It was a tower of meat just... Juicy meat. All the way to the ceiling. Just melting. Disgusting. Melty meat. All right, so all the fire. Uh, little head crab, he gets fired up. <laughs> little head crab. Little head crab. That's exactly what it is. Okay, uh, so Clark uh, then loses his life in a tragic bluff calling accident. Yeah, he fucked around and found out. Yep, he made a move and he got a bullet in the dome for it. Kurt Russell shoots him in the head. Right Bang. in the fucking face. Because so. he has a gun. At this point, does he have the flamethrower on his back too? I don't think he has anything on his back. He just made a move. He lunged. But he has, yeah. He lunged for Kurt. Yes. And he don't take no shit. So yes. he puts a bullet in a forehead. And then they're going to do, now they're going to do Yo, Right, the now it's, it's hot wire and blood-filled Petri dish scene. Yes. Okay, this is everybody's like, oh, got to be in your top this 10 favorite it. scenes of movies. You know what as- I mean? Yeah, because they assume that once the the creature is threatened, it'll do anything to survive. Exactly. So they heat up like wire and then touch it to the blood, and if the creature is in the blood, it'll... Right. If not, then you're human. That's how they're... they're they don't know if it's going to work, they did but... they it on South Park? Yeah. I, I think it was... They did it on of, South Park? Uh, it was because of... Uh, what was it? Was it Lice? That was when they did it? <laughs> it was it that Lice episode? I've seen that one. Cartman was, like, testing them for Lice. Yes. We're going to find out who's the thing. Watching Norris in there gave me the idea that... Maybe every part of him was a whole. Every little piece was an individual animal with a built-in desire to protect its own life. You see, when a man bleeds, it's just tissue. The blood from one of you things won't obey when it's attacked. It'll try and survive. So in the prequel, which is about the Nords, they do a similar kind of scene trying to figure out who is infected and who's not. But they do it because they assume that when the alien takes over your body, it pushes out anything that isn't um, carbon based or whatever. So they say like, well, if you have fillings, it's going to push your fillings out. So there's this whole scene where they make everyone open their mouths and they look in. So the, the t- it, I would say it's actually a good scene because you're just waiting for something to shoot out of everyone's mouth. Like, Does it? Yeah. Because I haven't seen the prequel. So. It's not. So the prequel's not great, but mostly because it relies so heavily on special effects, whereas this movie is all practical effects, which makes it so good. And I forget who's is it. Joel. What's his name? Joel Edgerton. Austin. Joel. Uh, yes, Joel Osteen of the um, the Seven Hundred Club. I don't know um, a lot of Joels. No, Joel McHale. No, from Star Wars, he played like Uncle Owen, like young Uncle Owen. Joel Edgerton. I think it's that's his name. Joel Edgerton. Steve. He's like the McCready character. He even like has a beard and he wears like a hat. Like mm. it's, they're basically trying to make him Kurt Russell. You mean but the Urban Sombrero? The Urban Sombrero. 
But the scene where they're doing the test in that one, actually, I do like because you're just you're really nervous the entire time that something's going to come shooting out of people's mouths because they just they're looking for the fillings and the teeth. This is the most tense I've ever been in it in watching any movie. It's tough ever. This is the most tense scene. My number one tense scene is this one. Also, I I feel like the cutting of the thumbs is incredibly um, graphic. (laughs) Well, honey, like. Is it because they're all friends? If you were watching it in the dark with just me and not, you know, having trying to have a good time for your first watch, you could have gotten into it a little bit more, maybe be a little more tenser. I was really excited about watching this part. Well, I was into it. Okay, I was. Asleep. I'm not saying you weren't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you weren't. But remember when we had my birthday party and I made um the thing Jello shots in petri dishes? They're really good. Well, okay. <laughs> so they do the test. So uh, first couple tests go well. Nothing. Uh, but he gets to uh, Palmer's blood, and as soon as he puts the hot uh, wire into the blood, it leaps from his hand. like. And Palmer's the stoner. Indeed! Indeed! Also, Clark, not an alien. Nope. So you just shot an innocent so man. You, so, you, so you're a murderer. No, he that fucked makes, around and found out. That makes you a murderer. Yeah, y- yeah. He fucked around and found out. Yeah. So uh, Palmer, uh, while being tied to the same bench as Gary and Childs, starts to melt his own face and do a little jiggle. <laughs> his uh, thing doesn't wit. It doesn't fold. It the licorice, The licorice right. wands come right? out again. L- it, spider licorice. Uh, Palmer then turns his uh, hand and fingers into blood spaghetti and stands up with his new alien trunk legs and jumps onto the ceiling. And then he jumps back down, splits his head vertically, and uses his whip tongue to strangle windows and pull him in. And then Alien Palmer then chomps down on Windows' face and ragdolls him a bit from by his head. He does. It's graphic. It's a real shame that like DVDs and you know like Blu-rays are on the way out for just digital releases because Guido totally missed his calling this didn't, in, yeah. in writing descriptions of movies <laughs> on the back of the case. Like if I would have bought a shit ton more movies if they were written by him over when here. When I do the social media for this episode, it's going to be like hashtag spaghetti fingers, hashtag licorice wand, hashtag <laughs> hashtag moist. Hashtag Lilo and Stitch. Oh my god! I'm going to coin the dog's name Stitch. Stitch. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, he ragdolls him a bit by his head. Then finally, they get the flamethrower working, yeah. and they burn them both. Kurt tosses some dynamite at one just for good measure. Nice explosion. Okay, hitting the you know hitting the chest kind of explosion. Good good stuff. So they finish the testing and they go back to check on Doctor Blair. Wait and, a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! And I it appears as I'm okay. if Doctor Blair has oh, decided real. to tunnel under a building and start building a getaway spaceship. At what point do you think Blair became the thing? When he said, "You gotta watch Clark," you think that's when? I think that's when. That's that's. I mean, that's that's when I took it. It was. You gotta keep an eye on Clark. I mean, he's not me. He's elbows deep in the in the in the viscera and everything. So. Oh yeah, he was fisting that cavity where he was pulling all those organs out, and then he got to that like that. It was Wasn't like a twisted, deformed doctor. dog in yeah. there. Yeah. So I, I I think the one of the fun things about it is trying to figure out a who is and when they become it because you only really see one of them become Gary or Gary 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 Gary. Glenn Gary. Glenn, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Um, the guy who got shot. You only really see him. Everyone else is kind of like 
when do they become it? We have no idea when Palmer became the thing. That's because the alien's getting better. Yeah, so it's fun. It's getting better at using the biomass and creating copies. Try yeah. to get by. Try to survive. It's number one thing it wants to survive. It doesn't want to be a dog. It wants to be us. Yeah, or it wants to, like I think Kurt does say, go back into hibernation, wait for someone to come and dig it back up again. Yep. Because it'll survive in the ice for millions of years like it had before. It'll just wait for someone else. It'll just wait for someone else. So uh, they're they're underneath this building and they see see the partially constructed spaceship. So uh, they decide to just start tossing dynamite. It looks like the fucking land speeder that was parked in the garage in uh, New Hope. Yeah, it does. It's partially, yeah, it's, it's not as, it's not it's partially assembled it's some star wars level spaceship at this mm. point so the team whoever's left start tossing dynamite all over the complex try and chase dr blalian around the complex and they corner him into the basement yeah so we have kurt we have the cook on roller skates not on no. roller skates outside not on roller skates down no, yeah no we have the old guy who shot the nord in the eye gary and we do technically have childs but we haven't seen him Giles. in a while Right. Let's see. Uh, Gary uh, gets face fucked by Doctor Blalian's sexy hands. <laughs> so uh, he's face fucked. He's face fucked. So basically, so you you don't know if uh, Gary has extra pockets for fingers on his face or if Doctor Blalian has like webbed hands, webbed fingers, but. He just face fucks him with his fist. He's going to use him as a bowling ball later, yeah. basically. It's, it's <laughs> hush. Hey, you're mine. You're mine. He just grabs him with his, you're mine. It's like the opposite of The Shape of Water. He wasn't regrowing hair. He was killing that motherfucker. Or like that scene in yep. Unglorious Bastards where um, the guy like shoves his fist into the Nazi's oh, mouth and to- gets elbow deep into his throat. And you're just like, ha ha. And he's going to rip his lungs out. Like that's how far down he is. Remember uh, Ace Ventura 2, uh, When Nature Calls? Yes. When he comes during, out of the rhino butt? No, no. During no. the during the test with the... Uh, no, Fish no. He, he, he put his whole forearm down that oh, guy's yeah. throat and pulled out his larynx. Oh, that's right. And then he helped that woman have a child I f- by pressing firmly down on her tummy. So Nalls sees something and just walks he, after it, I guess. Does he say something? Because if you see something, you should say, he something. Should say and something. He, and so he just fucking dies. Like, he, he, idiot. He made it this far, and he just, nothing else that happened today would tell you maybe say something before you go over there if you see something. Like, hey, man, I'm going over here. It's like they had an extra character. This, this is point, my only gripe with this movie. I mean, this way, none of them are going to survive. This is my reason, only gripe. That's the reason they're doing this. He just threw this, his basically. fucking life away. Was he just over it? I'm, ty- I'm too tired to think clearly. Like, that was silly. It was silly. Know. No, I agree. He I threw agree. his life away. He Mistakes like, were made. He was like, I missed um, my roller skates. So now it's just Kurt Russell downstairs in the basement by himself. And he's knocked off his he's knocked off his feet by the subterranean alien blowing up floorboards. Mm-hmm. And then a huge tentacles burst through the floor. You get lots of spider noises. And a huge mass of rotten meat springs forth and pushes out deformed dogs' heads and teeth. And then Kurt says, yeah, well, fuck you too. And tosses a stick of dynamite at it, blows him up, and sets off a nice chain reaction that, of movie-ending explosions. That was a great line. Like, you'd expect something to be like, you know, like any like like an Arnold movie where he'd sit there and be like, 
hey, let off some steam or something like that. <laughs> something corny. But he was just like, yeah, well, fuck you too. That's well, like basically what anyone. He learned the alien language. I mean, that's Kurt. You know? I mean, it's either that or welcome to Earth. After the explosions die down, we see Kurt just walking out with his scotch, J&B, and uh, he takes a seat. Child shows up, visually, uh, you know, Snacky. in pretty good... Where were you? Good physical standing, unharmed, just maybe out of maybe out of cold breath, That's, you know? Yes. Like he, Apparently, he got lost in a snowstorm. He was well, like, he said he went after Blair and got lost. Kurt Russell was like, where are you? And he's like, well, I actually went to go uh, at my other job where I'm a bartender at the Double Deuce. Uh, I had to tell my owner that we're running low on whiskey, and then I came back. Thank you, Roadhouse. So, most people... Like, isn't this in Antarctica? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, no. uh, yeah, that's just a joke about... Well, you know, in India, in the first Indiana Jones movie, at this tiny little fucking bar in Nepal, she somehow has Jack Daniel's whiskey, but, you know, whatever. Running low on whiskey. She's 19- a good smuggler. In 1932. She knows the right people. Sure. Mm. It's like at the base of Everest. Here's some Jack Daniels. They pay good money for that ad They placement. eat... They drink fermented goat piss up there like they're not getting liquor they drink they drink fermented moist meat from moist meat from an alien twizzlers (laughs) so they kind of just wait around in the cold and uh decide that if they die there that's fine oh they're gonna die hopefully they die there in the cold and they don't survive the night some people have noticed that Childs doesn't have any uh you can't see his breath but you can see you know kurtz you can see Kurtz, and then the director was asked about this, and he said, "Shut he up, said, it's a movie. It's all, it, that's nonsense." <laughs> he just said it. He, he said it's just the camera angles. But there is too much. There's a lot. There's too much to suggest that it is Childs and Alien because he was gone. Yeah, where'd he go? Uh, yeah, and he, he chased. He chased deuce. after the alien and got lost. Yeah. And then came back after the explosions. And you're going to tell me it's too much. And you know what? They fucking shot people for less earlier in the movie. So, you know. People can get lost easily there. That's kind of why. That's how they clip. That's why they clip in. Like, yeah. yeah. Because of the storms and everything. Because the wind. Just just the wind and the snow being brought around by. So, you know, in Keith David's defense, that could happen. That's kind of what happened with. Yeah, with Kurt Russell when he came back in with the dynamite and the flare. Yeah, they like, were connected, but he got cut loose. And then, like, you get, you'd get get lost out there. Like, you can't see anything. Clearly, Kurt waits for Childs to fall asleep, then shoots him in the face, just to be sure. And then he walks out into the frozen nothing to die. Boom. Mm-hmm. End of the movie. It's just people looking for something like the thing in Blade Runner. People say like, "Oh, well, at one point you can see Harrison Ford's eyes no, like you can't. glow gold." They just want to no, they're you, looking no, for something. Can't. Yeah. That was that's, that's, that was a that's camera a stretch. error. Well, yeah, but that's what I think this is. I don't and plus, think and plus all the cuz John Carpenter was like, "No." And plus also <laughs> the sequel totally retcon that Deckard was totally a human. And John Carpenter is a very like matter-of-fact person you ask him a question he's gonna be like no yes yeah. i did that almost no, like a I replicant man yeah so Talk. when they asked him he was like well that would have been cool but no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah john carpenter's like harrison ford when it comes to his own movies like do you think han would come back as a force ghost shut up <laughs> i made so much money i'm gonna crash a plane and i don't really give a fuck john carpenter is just like so do you think like they're like so do you think he's th-? like shut up yeah I don't think he'd be rude to people but he would be like no let me smoke my cigarette inside 
Oh, God, he still smokes like that, too. It's crazy. All right. Well, mm. great pick. So, Tammy, did you pass it? I passed it. Sweet. Lovely. I, say, I feel like if you didn't pass it, we'd have to kick you out of the friend group. Why? <sighs> that that not a big alien group. was awesome. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just, Those no. practical effects were awesome. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm just saying, if you, if, if you failed it, then I'd be like, get out. <laughs> this, I mean, this movie this was is not what, received well when it first came out. It's, yeah, it's so grown it, to become it one made of the slightly best. more money than it cost to make. I, I I appreciate the ending and the it's more of an open ending. Yes, you know definitely. it's it's giving the viewer the opportunity to think like what's next. What is it still out there? Could it still get others? Stuff like that, but. And it's also one of those yeah. movies where similar to not the similar to the shape of water but it's it turns into a study of what humans do once they're backed into a corner. Kurt Russell just fucking shot, you know, Dan Aykroyd's brother in the in the fucking head. Like, yeah. you know, it's like the alien obviously is a creature but it's also like what does man do once we're pushed to the limit yeah, yeah. Well, i read you too i read it was a it was like an allegory to the deterioration of man and thinking as an individual Ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. wonderful it's it's just a i enjoy the constant <laughs> reminders that humans are animals we're also I, the worst i call our kids animals the all the time um i pass I was about to say, I honestly just feel like maybe we should just skip that pass-fail thing because we're all obviously all going to pass it. Oh, yeah. Pass, pass, pass. Yeah, Pass is all around. Yes, your movie's fabulous. It's it's great. Wonderful. Wonderful. It's so now we have to rate them. is it number one? So now that we is what we them. are going to do. We are going to rate all four movies. Now, we're going to do it from your favorite to your least favorite. We're not saying best to worst. We're saying favorite to least favorite, okay? And is this overall movie? What else would it be? I'm just, I'm just. Oh, do you mean the creature? It's creature feature. Creature feature. Yeah, this is the best creature. No, no, it's, no, it's, no that's just different. It's, it's no, just the, the movie. overall movie. Oh, so it's the feature. Your favorite, not to the your creature. least favorite. Yes. Well, I thought I don't think the you feature. can have a creature feature without the creature. As a reminder, we have Tremors, The Shape of Water, Oscar winner, The Shape of Water, The Descent. <laughs> And The Thing from 1982. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Descent was rated one of the most scary horror movies of the 2000s. Okay. Great. Wait, I thought that was Bad. The Ring. Oh, God. I hate The Ring so much. Who are you making like- shit up again, Tammy? Again, you're going from your favorite to your least favorite. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Matt. Guido wants to go first. Guido, no. go. No, I'll, he said he was. No, he I'm, said I'm he gonna, was to go first. Go, I'll go Guido. first. Matt should go first. So my favorite was the movie that we just reviewed, The Thing. Okay. And then the second one... Here, you need to write it down. Why? Right. <laughs> we can't remember. And then it's been, Tremors. Some of us have all been imbibing. I love Tremors. Uh, real good creature. Uh, and it was fun to watch them explode poop and poop out the side of, of a cliff. It was so much fun. And then and then The Descent. And bringing up the rear the is Oscar the shape winner. of is the Oscar winner for me. For me. Personally, for me. Matt, do you want to go next? Yeah, please go next. No, I don't want to go next. Oh, God damn it. Oh, he's in a bad mood now. Yeah, well, of course he is. Um, I, I can go. I'm honestly just gonna say ditto. <laughs> the thing I look, and it's not. I, I love the thing. Absolutely, that's always gonna be the best. Tremors. Out of all these movies, it's probably the one I've seen the most. I've probably seen it more than the thing because it's just it just is always on, and I just always like to watch it. I personally very much like The Descent. I think it's scary. I love The Shape of Water. It's just not a movie I'm going to watch as much as I watch the other one. Sometimes 
I get in the mood to watch The Descent and I just turn it on. I don't know why. I just like it. How do you turn it on? We didn't own it until today. Sometimes it's free on Shutter and stuff and then it's not free. Like it goes, they go out, just like things go on and off of Netflix and stuff. So I've yeah, I would say. I've seen it on Netflix. The Thing, Tremors, The Descent, The Shape of Water. Tammy, do you want to go next? I guess I have to. Yeah, someone's got a someone's moody got mermaid look on over there. I'm going to go The Descent, The Thing. Okay. The Shape of Water. Tremors. Okay. Michelle hates Matt. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Okay. Tammy hates Kevin Bacon. Fuck. That's so hard for me tonight. Sorry. All right. Well, I'm going to go, because, uh, you know, I like to go four to one. Um, number four will be The Descent, because I actually failed that one. Okay. Then it'll go Tremors, because, oh. yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, number two will be Shape of Water. Wow. Number one will be, because, again, motherfucker picked the the Contra cheat code. No, not a bitter Betty. Bitter Betty. Not a bitter Betty. As always, and I know you're probably just going to cut this part out again. He always likes to sit there and say how I don't, I pick movies that nobody likes. It's the spirit of the podcast. That's what I do. And then he fucking picks the greatest creature feature movie ever. Damned if I do. We didn't Damned if I don't. It was off limits. If you wanted it to be off limits, we should have said that. Just like you did with the cage match. That is a good point. Well, then uh, the thing wins by All a right. landslide. By so, a landslide. Also, saying I never want to fucking hear you say that bullshit <laughs> oh again. Oh my god! Dude. Okay. You. No, he says it more than I yell about it. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, but. Allison, you and I are tied eleven eleven points each. Oh, good. Yeah. And in fourth place was The Shape of Water. Why does that say 13? So the first place, second place. So first place has got the least amount of points. What? You you attributed points to places? Yeah. No, that doesn't make sense. Yes, Yes, it does. No, I was. She did a reverse. I did a reverse. So the lower point. So I put first place is number one. Fourth place is number four. So if you got. The, the most points you got the lowest you're in last place it's easier for me to do on the how fly does, how does your brain work because we Doesn't said we sense? said one 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 two so that's yeah five so that the yeah. flashlights um <laughs> dude what what kind of magic are they doing is it, okay. is, it a, is it a woman it, thing you make it you I, I understand what you're saying i understand what you're saying yes. i think yeah, it might be so witchcraft the winner, yeah. first place it, is the thing okay well congrats guido Thank you. Congrats, the thing. You always win. I feel like you always win our theme months. No, but you did. You won. Did you win Chris? You won the Christmas month. No, you did games. not win Spielberg month because your pick was mild. Yeah, mild. Was, your pick sucked. Was boring and like not. Just you like know, the bomb, it blew. Don't judge oh, me by page, my winners. Judge me match, by my right? losers because no. I have so few. That's what I. That's I all I asked. That. You won cage match. And Jordan Belfort said that. Oh one? God! I, I won Spielberg month and I won cage match. Yes, you did. But you won. Christmas. And you won uh, Halloween because it's midsummer. That's right. right. Yeah. That's what it was. That was a, that squeaked that one out. Yeah. You know what? That was you a hard and I fought. should be the whiners because we haven't won anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm terrible. I could have won you Kurt know? Russell month, but I voted for yours because you run Kurt Russell Thank month you. too. Yes. I could have won Kurt Russell month, but I didn't even vote for my own movie. You were the swing vote there. <laughs> I know what I could have I could have won, but oh you well. Swing vote there. Oh, All right. won Nick Cage. This was really fun. I, I like future Nick Cage. That's right. I did too. Again, thanks to Brett Parker at Dissect That Film. For yeah. It was, a good one. It was really fun. 
Um, so, and I feel good about my tie. Well, like I said, I you know I think the descent was a, a good pick because I don't think a lot of people know that movie, or at least what you don't think of it. Like when you first think of like a creature feature. Because, like, when we were first started talking about it, I wasn't sure what to pick. Because when I think of creature feature, I think of, like, a lot of animals or, like, weirdly large animals. Like, that's why I was going to pick Congo. Or trolls. Mm. The troll or Godzilla or... or I don't even really I think of that. almost did like troll from the, the Like, la- I think... The Black Lagoon. Like, I think of, like, arachnophobia or Congo or Jaws. Like, I think those are creature feature movies. We like, actually looked up what the creature meant. Yeah, but there's so many different interpretations of it and and not for nothing the descent has aged really well it yeah like it's it's not there's not a lot of things in the movie that date the movie you know what i mean and it's also there's so many different things that are scary like unlike the ring yes i always say with horror movies you just have to find one thing (laughs) that everyone does or everyone is is a common fear so like everyone goes in the water that's why people are scared of jaws everyone watches tv that's why the ring is kind of scary or like with the descent the dark claustrophobia it's such common fears and in, in things you just have to find something backstabbing bitches is Back- always a fear <sighs> all right that wraps up creature feature congratulations guido thank you Yay. all right Next. What are we doing for June? All right. June is our one year anniversary, you I guys. Can you believe it's been believe a year? I believe it. It has so, been a year. So our next episode after this will be the special episode. Our next episode after this, because we are going to take a bit of a break in June, but we are going to have a special one year anniversary episode where we talk about the movie that started it all, Silence of the Lambs. I'm so excited. I thought it was Porky's. Matt will win that one. Actually. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Matt, I've held this from you, but... It's the room. Yes! <laughs> no. Oh, hi, Mark. That was one of the first movies that we all watched together, though. It's true. It's very true. Where did the French nails go? <laughs> I love that you fe- that you looked at that you saw that because I've seen that movie way too many times and you, th- just you going like, "What happened to her French nails?" <laughs> Continuity, so bitch. Continuity errors. <laughs> yes. um, but no, for uh, the month of June, we're only going to have probably one episode, but it will be our one year anniversary episode where we talk about the Silence of the Lambs because again, our podcast was inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs where Clarice and Hannibal Lecter trade information by doing a quid pro quo with one another. No. If you haven't watched Silence of the Lambs, you probably shouldn't listen to our podcast and you guys are probably losers. Um, But (laughs) if you need to watch Silence of the Lambs, you can watch it on HBO Max right now. Oh, you can watch it on HBO Max. By the time, by the time this uh, episode, it will release, you need to watch it on Max. Oh yes, it's just called Max. What? What? So HBO Max is rebranding itself to Max. To Max with two X's. No, just Max. Opportunity missed. Yeah, we are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find out about us and the other podcasts on the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. The featured podcasts for the month of May are Horsin' Around! And The Real Drunks. Sorry, Real Drunks, that we're not as excited about your name, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, do it again, but better. The Real Drunks! There we go. (laughs) If you have an idea for a theme month, like we just did Creature Feature Month, or our our very uh, good listener submitted about doing a babysitter movie-themed month, which we're going to do probably later in the year, you can suggest it on our website or send us an email at at quadproquopod at gmail.com and 
please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.